Hi friends, thank you very much for uh, tuning in. Uh, my name is Daniel. I'm one of the hosts with my co-host. And this is Joseph Perez, also known as JP. We know episode one, we got to talk a little bit about myself. Episode two, we covered uh, JP's history in running. Um, very short. Very short. <laughs> but we do want to, you know, kind of take a turn, um, talk about a different topic that, you know, is it could deal be dealt with running, but also just it could be a lifestyle, help you out in many nutritional lifestyle. nutritional tr- nutritional lifestyle exactly. <laughs> so I am not very um, informed, I guess you could say, or I'm not very knowledgeable. It's a better word about this particular topic. So if I have any questions, I'll be asking. <laughs> um, but if you guys have any questions, please please send us a message or um, you can email us at any given run day at outlook.com um, it could be questions about any of our previous topics or stories it could be questions regarding today's topic which is um, a well I mean what's the correct terminology for it uh, JP um, basically a ketogenic diet ketogenic or diet. ketogenic lifestyle yeah. however you want to call but it but everybody just knows it as keto as keto yeah <laughs> and um, basically how I came across it what I do now how it's uh, affected me as a runner, why I do it, you know. Um, there's a lot of things that go with it. I'll start by just letting you know how I came across it, right? For a long time, I, I, I was a cyclist, right? Um, and when I say cyclist, 1,500 to 2,000 miles a year for about almost 10 years. I was a lot heavier than I am now. I think um, I would my, my maintenance weight, I was just always at 160 to 165 pounds. Um, right now, I hover between 144 and 140. So close to a 20 pound, 25 pound difference. I'm not good at math. But it's about 20 pounds lighter on average. Um, I came across it in November of 2016. Um, one of the things I was searching for, um, and I... I Probably maybe a lot of athletes that that do high mileage on a bike or running and like me, I didn't know any better. I was just thought I just biked sixty miles. I can eat whatever I want because I'm going to bike thirty tomorrow. And so for years I couldn't figure out. And I was also supplementing with working out, going to the gym, short runs, a lot of biking all year long. I couldn't figure out why I was either maintaining or gaining weight while cycling 2,000 miles a year. And I'm like, I just, I just, I never, the light never went on. And so listen, I listened to a lot of podcasts. Um, I was listening to the Adam Carolla podcast, which is one of the biggest ones and you know, on Apple. And he had a guest speaker, Vinny Tortorich, who promoted something called still promotes it, no sugars, no grains, right? And I started listening to this guy talking about, you know, avoiding bread, avoiding grains, avoiding wheat, uh, eliminating sugar as much as humanly possible, if not altogether, because sugar isn't everything. It's in almost every food, every spice, um, almost every drink. And if it's not sugar, it's in su- it's sweeteners, which... Um, for me, you're just as bad because your liver doesn't know the difference between sugars and sweeteners. So it might even be worse to get you I used to hammer Diet Cokes like no tomorrow. I drink a 12-pack in three days. And um, that's probably one of the worst chemical substances you can drink <laughs> on a regular basis like I was. Um, 
So this guy starts talking about eating, you know, steaks, fish, chicken, meats, vegetables, bacon, putting a little butter in your coffee, put a little coconut oil in your coffee for the medium chain triglycerides. And I'm like, what the hell is this guy talking about? I'm like, and then I listen to him talk a little more and I'm like, what? I don't, I'm like, nothing made sense because it's nothing that we were taught, right? You know, as a kid, you're just a bowl of cereal with whole milk and a glass of orange juice and some toast with a little butter on it, which is not what I do now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I should also preface this by saying that uh, to me, it doesn't really matter if you're plant-based, vegan, carnivore, Atkins, pescatarian. I don't, it doesn't matter to me what you do as long as you do what works for you. Um, And I only have my experience with my old standard American diet which was everything, <laughs> pizza, tacos, burger, you know, t- uh, all that good stuff, uh, to what I do now, which is uh, avoiding uh, grains and sugars and sweeteners as much as I can. I also need to preface this by saying I'm not 100% keto, because if anybody that's followed me on social media will see that I post, you know, when I have, when I have cookies or when I eat movie popcorn or when I have... Uh, Maybe, oh yeah, Diet Dr. Pepper, you know, um, the key is always frequency and volume, right? Um, so anyway, I listen to this guy on the podcast and I, then I get to his website, I follow his website. Uh, and then he has his own podcast, the Vinnie Tortorich podcast. So I started listening to that every day, every day. I even got into it. I bought the archived episodes because he would have doctors on, nutritionists, people in the field that are ketogenic athletes, you know, and um, you can find high-performing athletes through all nutritional lifestyles. You can find high-performing athletes that eat junk food all the time. <laughs> yeah. um, God bless them. You know, we call them carb burners. They can, their bodies can process carbohydrates like no tomorrow, you know. They can eat, you know, hamburgers, pizza, tacos, and they just, they're ripped. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a very small portion of the population. Um, I am not one of those. So I, I came across it and I listened to this guy and I'm like, that's crazy enough. That, let's see what happens. So next day, I just eliminated breads and sugars. Um, just like that? Just like that. 2016? Yeah, November 2016. Um, started trying to figure that part out, right? Okay, well, what's bread? Tortillas, you know, bagels, you know, you start, you start to realize that that's a lot of stuff. Flour, yes, it's a, <laughs> it's a lot of stuff, right? It's like I love bread, I love tortillas, I love tacos, and you know, I love it all. Um, pizza, pizza was weekly. Waterburger was weekly. At least one or two meals. You know, when I say weekly, yeah, it was at least one or two meals. Pizza was every week. Um, I didn't monitor what I was eating which is why I was 20 pounds heavier than I am now. So uh, I start that, and I, and I start increasing my fat intake, right, which is the part that probably scares a lot of people. From what I know and have read and researched is that fat doesn't make you fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's breads and sugars. Excess carbohydrates, um, especially if you are sedentary or not um, an athletic person or working out, um, it's a bad combination. Yeah. Excess carbohydrates and sugars, along with a sedentary lifestyle, is probably the worst combination on the planet. There, there is a lot 
that can be done by consuming carbohydrates. And I've heard, and I, and I know that there are no great performances in the world as far as setting Olympic records without carbohydrates. Yeah, right? you need it. That being said. But that also being said is we're not all at that level. Yeah. Right? We're me, Daniel, we're normal runners. You know, we're not elite. We're not Olympic. We're not professional. So the way the professionals consume carbohydrates and train for a living is a lot different than a normal person like us (laughs) runners like us one thing i also learned is that no matter what nutritional lifestyle you pick um whether it's you know vegan plant-based atkins carnivore keto etc all of them focus on eliminating processed foods right and um what I didn't realize, I'm like, well, what's a processed food? Isn't it all processed? I mean, how do you get it to the store and put it in a package, you know? Yeah. I just, I was very new, didn't know. Of course, eliminating fast foods is a big part of it. <laughs> um, if your goal is to lose weight. Yeah. Right. Uh, why did I get into this, right? I actually wasn't looking to lose weight per se because I liked the way I felt at 160, 165. I felt strong and I felt like I could... I could hammer on the bike. I can. I could take on hill. I loved getting up hills, uh, and 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 attacking hills. Mm-hmm. Right, um, but uh, I also couldn't figure out why. Why am I not? Uh, why don't I look better? <laughs> I look yeah. chubby. <laughs> yeah, and so that was a big part of it. I'm like, there's got to be a you know. But I I was doing Cliff bars, goose on my rides, um, regular Gatorade, regular Powerade on all my rides. So even though I was biking 2,000 miles a year, I could not outbike the sugar and the carbohydrates. Um, while it sounds like a lot, um, there's a lot of cyclists out there that 2,000 miles a year is what they do by March. You know, um, <laughs> so they're like, that's kind of not a lot of miles. That's that's okay, but it's not 6,000 yeah. miles yeah. a year uh, for the amount I was consuming. So I I just can't, I just tried it. You know, as I came across it, I tried it, you know, and then I kept losing five pounds, 10 pounds, 15 pounds, 20 pounds. At one point I lost 25 pounds. So at a certain point, I learned that your body reaches a homeostasis where it'll just stop because that's where it wants you. Okay. And I'm guessing your body just knows based on your level of fitness, like this is the amount of, of calories and the amount of nutrition your body needs. So it kind of stopped. Right? So there's no, no there's no change you have to do to tell your body, okay, this is where I want to stop. It just you just continue to eat the same, and it just it just stopped. It it'll it'll level out. Yeah. Uh, very similar to when a runner starts running, right? They hit a PR, they hit a PR, they hit a PR, and then it just gets harder. Yeah. To PR, yeah. right? So your body kind of knows that line. Yeah. And mine was right around the one forty to one forty five, right? At that point, you would need to start weightlifting and watching protein intake, and then you get into micro your macros and you know watching what you eat. And I tracked my food for a long time. I don't track anymore, but I, I did track daily um, at a certain point um, to just kind of see what was I eating, how much was I eating, you know, mm-hmm. how did I feel? I I found myself skipping meals because I was not hungry. I was full all the time. Um, it would come to a Friday night at 5.30 or 6 o'clock. My wife would want to go eat dinner, and I'd be like, 
Yeah, I'm still full from lunch, you know, because I had I had some hamburger meat and vegetables with butter and salt, um, and I was still full, you know. And but I would I would eat, <laughs> not as much, but I would definitely eat. Um, I would I would hammer, you know, restaurant tortilla chips, man. And I'd eat two baskets before the meal, and then still eat the meal, <laughs> you know, like probably a lot of people did yeah. or do. Um, so I quit eating those. So once you start eliminating bread, gluten, flours, all the, all the refined, uh, flours and sugars and sweeteners, your body starts shifting to burning fat, Mm -hmm. right? And that's what was happening. My body was using fat as energy now. Um, I can tell you since I've started running Daniel with, with marathons, training in the summer for the marathons, training for all the 5Ks, 10Ks. I, I have never come close to bonking <laughs> due to lack of carbohydrates, uh-huh. right? Um, or sugar. You know, I just never felt like bonking, no matter how, how sweaty and humid and, and hot or the distance. Um, I have recently, within the past probably six months, started UCAN, which is a super starch, okay. which is a modified carbohydrate that does not spike insulin. So the primary hormones, insulin, ghrelin, and leptin, are the ones that tell your body when to start and stop eating, right? And so if you have a high insulin production, it basically your body is just going to keep telling you you're hungry. I'm not a medical expert. That's kind of how I think about the process. Uh, it's been a little while since I've gone back to dig into the weeds and the science because I do measure my ketones with the blood by testing my blood to make sure I'm in nutritional ketosis. Some I have found out that I am very carbohydrate tolerant, so. If I have a regular slice of pizza or two, um, if I have um, French fries um, with something, like I love Chick-fil-A, and I'll have my cheat meal be Chick-fil-A with the bread, with the fries, and with the diet soda. And I can test my ketones a day later uh, as far as being like, and then the next two or three meals are, are more ketogenic. My ketone level is right where it needs to be. It's back. It doesn't kick me out of ketosis. Mm-hmm. So... Major holidays, Thanksgiving, I sample a little bit of everything. Uh, I eat it all, <laughs> basically. But I still, my body will still be in ketosis, right? I just don't eat like that all the time, and it's worked for me. So I haven't come close to bonking. Uh, I did have some leg cramps on the on my October marathon in Albany uh, afterwards. Um, so I'm still working on fueling with uh, UCAN Super Starch on harder workout days, which for me would be 10 miles or more. Because it's expensive, <laughs> I would use it on every run. But it's like for a tub of it, it's about sixty-five bucks, just like a lot of stuff is when you get into those supplements. But um, but a great product, a great product. It doesn't kick me out of ketosis, um, so I only use that on longer run days, half, and of course half marathon, marathon races, and stuff like that. Um, I do add UCAN electrolytes to it. But I've run out, so I need to get some more. Um, I have experimented with Powerade Zero, which doesn't have added sugar, but it does have sweeteners. So I am constantly testing different things, different products based on what I've heard uh, in podcasts or what I've read on someone's website. Um, There's all forms of keto. There's dirty keto. There's, you know, nutritional keto. There's um, uh, medical ketosis, which is used to... um, alleviate seizures in kids which is how it was discovered Hmm. so there's there's all manner 
Um, I think when I started, I didn't know any better. I just did dirty keto and didn't really monitor a whole lot. I increased my fat intake way up. Um, now I just eat. I don't increase it, but I do eat it. Yeah. Whether it's bacon, uh, sausage, steaks uh, for the protein, you know, I focus on that. And meats and vegetables and avoiding uh, as much processed foods as I can. Um, I do indulge. Uh, I've never been 100% keto all the time. Um, I don't know anybody that does 100% anything all the time. <laughs> life is too short, right? Yep. So Vinny, on, on his website, Vinny Tortorich, he calls it life into living. Hey, if it's your birthday, have some cake. You're not going to be on earth forever. Yeah. <laughs> if it's Father's Day, okay, have some cake. You know, whatever you're... But that's, that's probably what those things are for, for those special occasions or for those moments. Exactly. You know, think about it. Um, so I guess some questions that a person that doesn't know much about it what, what would you say for someone who's thinking about, you know, maybe starting? What is the first step they should do? Uh, eliminate bread, okay. um, which means uh, which and grains, which is primarily tortilla chips, bread, tortillas, anything that has a grain. Right, that's step one. And one, one and one A, uh, they are interchangeable. Eliminating sugars and sweeteners. But do you do you would you tell someone to go? I mean, you were able to do it. Doesn't mean everybody can. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally from one day to the next, or is there maybe like a a process of like within a week you're you find yourself being? I would say go all in. Just go all in from one day to the next. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you can try to wean yourself off of it. So you're training your body, right? So we're going to be training our nutrition, and that's whether you go plant based or whatever you want. You know. I think anybody that's plant-based would tell you, well, eliminate meat <laughs> and then go from there. Um, so eliminate sugars and grains and go from there, yeah. right? Um, and then just see what happens. And really, well, I can't eat anything. Well, yes, you can eat uh, steak, chicken, fish, vegetables, except for starchy white potatoes and rice. Like some people can't live without rice. I just gave it up. I said, you know what? I'm tired of looking the way I was looking. And so I said, let me just try it, you know. And once you lose that 5 or 10 pounds, and it comes off quick. I'm not talking 6 to 12 weeks. I'm talking, you know, 10 to 15 days, you'll see something. You know, you'll see a difference. Um, Usually usually things like that motivate you to keep going. And then it gets, and then you're like, hey, this is working. Yeah. You know, and I'm full all the time. Like, like, I'm I'm not, you don't get hangry. Because when you consume... uh, starches right your insulin spikes and then it drops uh, or sugars too um it spikes drops and then the hunger kicks in and so that's when you get sharp hunger pains right but that's basically how it works i mean i know a lot of people once they they're probably contradict they're probably going to contradict what i say but i'm just giving you my bird's eye view of this thing and what's been working for me of course um if you want to try it, yeah, just, I mean, and really just eliminating processed foods. Just focus on meats and vegetables if you want to try the ketogenic approach, yeah. right? Um, and just say, okay, what am I going to have today? Well, I'm going to have a hamburger patty with some mixed vegetables. You can put butter on it, salt, because that's the other thing too, is your body will eliminate um, sodium at a more rapid rate. It just you does. Replenish it. So don't be afraid to use salt. I'm not. I've been using salt. Uh, as I've always have I've never avoided salt 
but I'll put a little more salt since I started running and I'm, you know, I sweat more. And of course, especially in the summer and the humidity. Um, and I've always had pretty much borderline low blood pressure, not high blood pressure, which is everybody avoids salt because of high blood pressure. I don't have that condition. So it doesn't appear to affect me at all. Could be just that's the way I was before and that's the way I am now, or it could be because I, I focus on a ketogenic diet, right? Always consult your physician yeah. <laughs> if you want to try to say that. I don't want anybody coming after me uh, as I am not a physician. But um, standard medicine probably would tell you not to do it unless you have a medical reason to do it. Um, but it's something that's worked for me for several years. You know, we can get into the weeds about cholesterol and triglycerides and uh, a lot of other things within what happens within your body. Good cholesterol, bad cholesterol, you know, dense particles, you know, calcium scores. It just goes on and on. It's a very big topic, right? Um, I've had a calcification score, which measures the uh, any blockage in your heart, in the arteries. It's mm -hmm. basically an MRI for your heart. Yeah. And I've been doing this since November of 2016, and we're March 2020. Um, and anything below 100 is considered excellent. Uh, and I have I scored like a 20. And and my cardiologist told me that it was probably genetic. Hmm. It wasn't anything to do with what I was eating. Um, so who knows? You know, we'll see how this goes. Uh, <laughs> I'm open. Um, I'm not quite ready to go plant based. I do love vegetables. But uh, that's what I'm doing now, and I have been for a couple, three years. And again, it doesn't matter what nutritional lifestyle you pick. Just stick to it, you know, and see if it works for you and how your body reacts. You know, take it on a short run, a long run, heat and humidity. Uh, I can tell you it's worked for me. Um, I haven't experienced any bonking. I didn't even... Ex I, when I first started, I don't even remember experience the keto flu which makes you feel bad as your body changes from burning carbohydrates to burning fat. Mm -hmm. I do know I had to throw a lot of clothes away. I mean, they just fit me like clown clothes. That's not a bad thing. Like clown clothes. I gave them away. It's a, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a good feeling, I mean, everything just fit me baggy. Like, this shirt's too big for me, but um, I'm wearing a, a run shirt. But um, I just had to get rid of a lot of clothes. It just, I mean, that was a good problem to have. I was back to my high school weight. Like in a matter of two or three months, That's good. Yeah. you know, uh, the stricter you are, the faster it works. Um, if you, I wouldn't, I would say give it 30, 60 days and then you can incorporate cheat days if you want. Not a whole cheat day, a cheat meal cheat or a meal. cheat item. Some people, well, this is my cheat day. I'm just going to eat bad all day long. I'm like, no, not all day long. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. Just, you know, have one <laughs> meal, you know, but you know, just, or one item. And then just go from there, see how your body does, um, you know, and see if it works for you. Um, especially if you're an endurance athlete and, or, or just a runner that runs in the summer in Texas, um, whether it's long or short, you know, it's just, you got to test it. You got to try it, you know, and yeah. figure out why you're doing it. It's just I mean, what it I It might do. work for you, might not work for you, right? Yeah. Um, one quick question before we end it out here. Um, what's your favorite meal? My favorite meal? Oh gosh! Well, I can tell you right ketogenic now. Ketogenic meal, I guess. Yeah, yeah ketogenic yeah. meal. Um, I do like. I had uh, well, steak with a baked sweet potato and a side salad. Um, that's kind of my go-to meal. Um, that uh, I mean, that's probably my preferred meal. Now, what I eat most often is not that. 
uh, what I eat most often is, uh, you know, I do what I can afford. I can't buy steaks for every meal. Or of, course, of course. <laughs> I would if I could. Um, but it's 80-20 uh, hamburger meat, so the higher content fat of mm-hmm. hamburger. <laughs> I always used to buy the lean 93% more expensive one, but now it's the 80-20, the cheaper one, which I'm like, hey, that's kind of cool. Mixed vegetables. Um, I do like, and, and baked sweet potato, ha- the sweet potato has a lower... Um, insulin response than the standard white starch potato. Now, I don't want to eat that all the time, but I do eat that sometimes because my I still stay in ketosis with that. Some people, it may kick them out. They might say, okay, you're not. Now, you don't even necessarily have to be in ketosis for this to work. You could just be what's called fat adapted. You can be fat adapted and not be in ketosis. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the beginning, I was fat adapted, and then I just randomly test my blood with just a, a pinprick, you know, and I have a Keto Mojo. I post it on my my Instagram account mostly at, uh, at Keto Avenger. Um, I just came up with it because I like Keto and I like the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, so I test my blood. I'll post my, you know, like I'll post it fast. So anyway, I was, I was six, I ended up 16-8 fasting almost every day because I was skipping a meal because I wasn't hungry. I felt full and I was still... Um, that was natural. I was still running yeah. as hard as I've ever, you know, usually run. Um, and so you end up doing 16-8 intermittent fasting, and we can get into that later. But basically, you either skip breakfast or skip lunch and just eat two meals a day. And that's 16 hours of no eating, an eight-hour an eight win- eating mm-hmm. window. Um, not the other way around. <laughs> you don't want a 16-hour eating yeah. window. But uh, some people do uh, OMAD, O-M-A-D, one meal a day. They just eat one big meal, hmm. and that's how they want to do it. But fasting is a whole other topic. You can do, you can do both. Yeah. Um, if you want, depend. Like I said, depends what your goal is. If the goal is to lose weight, then be as strict as you possibly can. Um, if your goal is, uh, for me, it wasn't really to lose weight. It was to create a way to fuel on the bike without having to eat all the time and take gels and goos. Energy bars, Cliff bars were my favorite. Peanut butter Cliff bars, I, I would hammer those all day long. <laughs> and because uh, it, you know, you can't put, yeah, you can, but it's not. It's gonna be all smashed. A peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But um, Cliff bars and Cliff blocks, the gel, the squares, those were my go-to on the bike. And every time I was on the bike, I was I would fuel with those. And it's just a lot, <laughs> too much. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I couldn't figure it out. And then, you know, I went from almost a 36-inch waist down to about a 30. So it was a huge drop in, in uh, overall body composition. Uh, I do need to weight lift more um, just to keep a, a certain level of fitness, um, plus to be a better runner. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, that might, that, might be the, that might be what... Uh, it won't be heavy, but it, you'll get it, the, it'll be some... Well, that's two minutes to Boston qualify. I might need it. Um, funny story, I missed, I ran Houston this year, 2019, and I was, my goal was to, to qualify for the New York City Marathon by running a 132, and I ran a 134 and missed it, which I calculated was I missed it by about 800 meters, <laughs> which is like, uh, I was like, all right, I'll wait for the lottery, but I uh, didn't get that either, so um, I may try go for it again in 2021 and we'll be here to watch yeah no pressure we'll be following no pressure at all but it's great race um but yeah that's that's kind of the 
a little bit of the nuts and bolts of it. I know I probably said a couple of things maybe wrong that you could fact check me on, but um, certainly yeah, if I that's can, the case, you can email us and let us know. Yeah, email us. Someone send us an email. We'll address it if I got, <laughs> if I got the hormones wrong because weight loss is, is pretty much all about controlling the hormones, right? And and to be honest with you, if if the goal was for a lot, a lot of people, people get into keto to lose weight. Even if you eliminated breads and sugars, you don't necessarily need to be working out. Your body weight will come down because you're you're changing the way your body yeah. what what your body uses for energy. But uh, again, consult your physician, doctor before doing anything. Yeah. All right, guys, that's that's it for that. Um, I hope you guys learned something. But uh, honestly and truly, if you really have any questions, you can uh, email us at any given run day at outlook.com. Uh, you can, you know, reach out to uh, JP at uh, at Keto Avenger on Instagram. Keto Avenger on Instagram. I'm runner in Texas on Instagram. And uh, yeah, again, I hope this was uh, good for you and as it was for me. Yeah, any given run day. <laughs> and thank you again for for uh, listening to us. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.